show? What was the last show you performed, my friend? My last show, I played at the uh, Barn Whiskey Bar in uh, Mont Bellevue. And, dude, they got a badass spot. They got a really cool spot. They got a, it's kind of like they turned this old horse barn into a whole music venue. And it, they got pool tables, they got washerboards, TVs everywhere. It's a cool spot and uh, a bunch of people that like to party. So that was a lot of fun. Is that where you got that hat from? That's where I got my hat from, yeah. So you say a lot of people like to party. A lot of people like to party, dude. They were feeding me shots. I mean... Uh, after or before? During. During? I mean, before, after, and during, yeah. So they're bringing you shots, like, to in between songs. songs. Oh, my God, dude. You got to get... So I've, I've had to learn because I've had it before, and I can't drink too... I like catching a little buzz before a show. Right. You know, like getting a little loose. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But there's a line, right? You can't go too far and get... Mm-hmm. So... I've tried to learn a trick where you take a shot and I turn around and try and spit it in a beer bottle and, you know, and, and try and be low key, but I fucked it up. You know, I turned around and tried to spit it and it went everywhere. I'm like, oh shit. So by that point, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take all the shots. I'm just, now I'm just going to take them all. Wow. So how many do you end up having? Dude, uh, at least, at least eight, you know, two before and they brought at least six between rounds. And it's not just for me or the whole band. Right, right. Good whiskey. So, I mean, we drank a lot. So they take care of us. People like to party and it was a good time. It was a really good time. And that's dope, man. Yeah. Well, this is the live from ours podcast. As you see, I got a special guest here again. My boy, Mason Kreger. Yes, sir. Kreger. And the Gulf Coast Drifters. This is his band. Well, is it uh, is it your band or is it a collective? Is it's it? my band. It's my okay. band. I uh, started about three years ago, and, and I wanted to get more than just Mason Crager. And Mason Crager and the Gulf Coast Drifters is a lot. It's a mouthful. And so it maybe is. somewhere down the line we'll go Mason Crager and the Drifters. But I like the Gulf Coast because it shows where I'm from, and and it's just uh, it's a good starting point. So let's start there. Where are you originally from? I'm from Huffman, Texas, baby, way down in the sticks, uh, not too far from here, actually, right across the bridge. Uh, grew up, grew up there from fourth grade and graduated there. And I actually came from Aldine Westfield. Oh, wow. Good yes, thing you, you moved then. And you ain't Cause kidding. Cause you'd be a whole nother totally person. Totally different yes. person. Yeah. You might be speaking Spanish. <laughs> you ain't kidding. Yeah. I was, I went to Teague and, uh, I wasn't, I was at McGrill Elementary. I was going to go to Teague. And then, which would have went to Nimitz High School, and so Jesus, totally. Yeah, you, you dodged a few bullets. I don't know if Huffman was much better. Yeah, but, but Huffman uh, wasn't bad, man. We, yeah. I met a lot of good people. Uh, it was smaller town. I liked it. You build, you build more relationships. I think you know, going to a smaller school, it was, it For was sure. fun. I got no complaints. That's dope, man. Are any of your bandmates from? Huffman? Yeah, I got two of them from Huffman. Two of them that came from. Uh, Houston area deeper in the heart of Houston and um, yeah and so that's actually three yeah did I say three three of us from Huffman so mostly Huffman kids and we just started you know messing around and uh, you know like hey man we we maybe should start a band and we did so I'm gonna kind of go in two different directions but what's really cool about your band name it reminds me of Bob Marley and the Whalers, yeah. low key, and that's the first thing that like 
came to mind when I first heard, like, when you were first coming out and whatnot, seeing your posts on Facebook and stuff. That's, like, the first thing that came. I love Bob So, bro, Bob Marley's... Appreciate that. Yeah, bro. That's what I was going to say. I'm glad glad I can make some sort of connection to Bob. Exactly. So, like, you're you're going on track. I love the name. Yeah. So, if you keep Drifters or the Gulf, like, like, keep all that, bro. That's definitely, like... And that's kind of, you know, it's... We're low-key, man. You know, we got... Everybody in the band is real... Uh, just down to earth and we just play music because we like to play music and it's not you know of course at some point it's got to be about making money and making a living but you know for now we just do it because we like doing it and and you know the the fruit will come somewhere down the line for sure um is this the first year that you guys are taking the band more serious yeah. like they are like really trying to promote yourselves yeah like i would say put this, out new music yeah this this would be the first year i mean we've been playing together for about three years now but 2020 was you know 2020 with covid and and that was rough for any artist or entertainment person and and, and so this has been the first year we've really taken it more serious yeah i'd say so that's amazing. Tell me about your bandmates since they can't be here presently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me a few I, about them. I got uh, me and my lead guitar player. I would say are the closest. Uh, Dalton Ponder. He's he's uh, a character to say the least. He likes he likes to keep his shirt, you know, just one button at the bottom, showing all the chest hair and letting it hang. Right. And he shreds the guitar. He's Man, the guy can he can rip some guitar solos and and he just brings the energy and you know I build off that we all build off that and and uh, it's I couldn't imagine you know the Drifters without him so that's my guitar player I got my drummer uh, Nathan Burt who is also uh, from Huffman and, and we obviously a drummer is one of the most important pieces in any band right you, know, you got to keep the rhythm. drummers the backbone they, exactly. yeah they are the backbone sometimes they don't get all the credit but they are very very important and so uh yeah he's great i uh, got patrick giles on on bass guitar he plays in a couple different groups plays with us um, but he's also he's like uh he's a long hair just groovy guy you okay know? yeah he, if he got some long hair yeah, yeah, yeah he's a musician exactly. for sure he's an artist exactly and then i got Jason Cioli, I got two Jasons. I got Jason Cioli on uh, keyboard. He plays, man, he he can play anything. Um, he's really good at at being unique and just going off the fly. You know, when it comes to hey, we're gonna play this song, he can pick it up real quick. And then I got a fiddle player. Um, you know, if you're Texas country band or you want to play in texas they say you got to have a fiddle in the band so i i love i never knew that yeah i never knew that that's interesting so So most country bands have fiddles most country bands have fiddles at least the ones that i like okay it's uh i think it brings a different instrument that it just it goes well with guitar you know guitar and fiddle can build off each other and uh so yeah and that's that's jason moses and so that's we got six of us and we just love to we love to party, man. We love to go up on stage and us have a good time. And I feel like when we have a good time, everybody there has a good time. For sure, man. That's that's amazing. So um, I actually know Dylan. I know Dylan through Ryan. Shout out to Ryan if when he's listening to this. Yeah. Uh, Dylan is one of Ryan's good friends. So. Don't. No, Dalton. I said Dalton. I said Dylan. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. I do know Dalton. Yes, yeah. I've been around him a few times. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Him and his dogs. He always brings his dogs. I know, man. Yeah, he's, he got loves, it. he's got his loves his dogs. Man. He loves his dogs. Yeah. Um, that's funny though. That's cool that you guys sound like a really unique we are, group we, of guys that come together. We are. We're all you know younger. We uh, 
we're just like I said, I can't say it enough. We, we're focused on bringing the energy. When we bring that energy, I feel like everybody can build off that. And, and it don't matter if we're playing for 10, 15 people in a, some low key bar or if right. we're playing at, you know, Green Hall and in front of, you know, a thousand people, it's, we still bring that same energy. Is that what happened at the whiskey bar? That's what happened at the whiskey <laughs> bar. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah, you, you do it too well and they think you're, yeah. So anyways, it's, it's fun, man. We have a lot of fun. That's a deal, man. So, Tell me about your, uh, you specifically, your early inspirations in creating music in general. Yeah. I get asked this, you know, um, often, um, and I I try and have a consistent answer, but every time I answer the question, I go back and think about, did I say this person's name? Did I say, because there are so many musicians, you know, that I I actually, I started playing guitar, um, when I was 13 um, and I actually started on electric guitar. Actually, let me back up. I started playing Guitar Hero. I don't know if you ever played Guitar That's Hero. That's insane. Oh. Guitar Hero, <laughs> side note, Guitar Hero opened my world to, to like classic rock and because Guitar Hero 3 and Metallica were the two games I played day in and day out. Love that, dude. dude oh showed me dude. so much music. Oh like, man, me too. Ridiculous, me too. dude. And, you know, and, and of course, my parents loved all that music. I was, I would play guitar here loud, crank the TV, and you know, I'd be, I'd be good. You know, I was, I was expert level. You know, through the fire and flames, all those wow. hard songs, and so I was, I got really good at it, and to a point where I'm like, hey man, is there any way that I could do this on real guitar? And side note, all of my family is very musically talented. Okay, uh, my mom, she's a beautiful singer she plays acoustic guitar my sister she's actually got her own band she sings and plays guitar my uncle roger Crager, is the most famous out of all of us uh he's got his own texas country band he plays uh he plays for a living and he's he's pretty pretty damn popular so it's it runs in the blood uh, okay and so you know i'm playing guitar here i'm like man maybe i can i can do this so i started off playing electric guitar you know trying to rip those solos that you know, Eddie Van Halen was shredding, mm, and, and yeah. uh, I just I, I couldn't see myself being a full fledged electric guitar player. Um, and so that's when I switched to acoustic guitar and really started to sing and try and uh, and try and develop you know a stage presence. And, and that's how I I got into where I'm at. But I'd say you know musicians. I started off. Stevie Ray Vaughan was was one of my favorite uh, blues. Uh, that guy could freaking. I mean, he was a Texas legend. I, I love Stevie Ray Vaughan, Leonard Skinner, uh, Jimmy, all Jim, the Jimmy Hendrix, Jimmy Hendrix, nice, man. all those guys. I I really idolized their musical talent, and I was, it. I, I would just have visions and dreams of me doing what they do, and, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, I, I I love all those guys, and then of course the family. You know, like I said, I watched my uncle grow. You know, he's been in the music business now for about 30 years, and I watch him start ever since I was a kid in the 90s. You know, he, I would go to his shows, and he'd be small crowds, and then to see him, you know, play where he's playing at now at theaters and, and uh, stadiums, and it's crazy, you know, to see. And so it, he showed me that it's possible and, you know, that you can do it with, with some hard work, and, and it's good to have that to feed on. And what's your uncle's band name? What's it's that? Roger Crager. He just goes by Roger oh, just, Crager. So it's just him? It's just Roger That's Crager. That's dope, man. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So who would you say, give me just one, give me your top, your number one 
inspiration would Stevie, it be Stevie Ray Stevie Ray yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan yeah. and it, he's a country singer I'm so uncultured Stevie Ray Vaughan I'm, come on I, I, I've heard the name no way I've heard the name oh I'm, man I, dude, I'm a student of life and of music so put me on I, I know I got you well do me most favor, likely please, the listeners are gonna get on me listen to Texas Flood after this Texas I mean, Flood yeah he's got, got he's got pride and joy he's uh, yeah just go listen he's He's a bluesy player, but man, he oh, is, he, sings he sings my pride and joy. Yeah, he's that the, yeah. the high and low, yeah, yeah the blues. Exactly. Okay, dope, pride man. And joy. Yeah, he's okay. So I've heard of him. Yeah, you okay. have. I promise you've heard of him. You just gotta make the connection. Exactly. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, tell me a little bit more about your band. Like, yeah. is it? specifically country or is it jazz like i've heard you do covers of other songs like yeah. on your videos and stuff right so give me give me a little bit of piece of that yeah like, um we're yeah and this is another difficult question because you know texas country is kind of my roots um and and i really so let me start there texas country versus nashville country nashville is what you hear mostly on the radio right that comes straight out of nashville and that's Nashville controls everything. They control all the radio stations. They control Spotify. So you don't really hear a lot of Texas country because it's harder for the labels to really push the way that Nashville can. Okay. Um, but you know, you want to go to Nashville, you got to basically sell your soul. You know, they want, wow. all, they want all your rights. They want, they own you. And so that's why a lot of Texas artists have created this group of Texas country where it's more freedom to make music that you want to make, that you like to make instead of saying, no, I don't like this. Or they give you a song here, play this, uh, or you write something. No, we don't like that. So it's a lot more freedom to do what you want to do. So I I like that aspect of Texas country, but it's not only country because we do rock and roll. I love rock and roll. Like I said, I love Leonard Skinner, you know, Aerosmith. Uh, I mean, all those guys back in the seventies and eighties, um, Eddie Van Halen. I love rock and roll. And then I love blues too. And that's Stevie Ray Vaughan. Uh, you know, Jimmy's got a little bit of bluesy vibes too. Right. Um, yeah, and, he has and, different levels. I know. Different levels, right? Yeah. And so I'd say it's a mixture of, of, of Texas country, a little bit of classic rock, and, and then some blues. So I'm, I'm interested to see how I'm going to be labeled on Spotify and, and, and uh, iTunes when I release the album. That's really exciting, man. Like that's just knowing that backstory of, you know, Nashville controlling the country music scene. Cause I didn't know that. I knew Nashville was like, you know, the country hub, but I didn't know. So is it, okay, I'll turn this into a question actually. So is Nashville more of a, uh, like is it the record label in Nashville yeah. that that controls most of it? It's the okay. labels. Yeah. It's the labels yeah, it's in the, Nashville yeah. that are, are like more strict. Exactly, they're okay. more strict, and they have all the pool. They have all the connections. They have money at yeah. the end of the day, and they they make all the decisions on what you're going to hear on the radio and what you hear on you know all these playlists on Spotify. It's like songs you may like. You know they make all those playlists, and and it's uh, it's very controlled by Nashville. So right. That's, it's that's the industry side. It's, of, an, it's yeah. an industry side, okay. and so and and they're focused more on the pop country side. You know, there are some Nashville artists that I like. I'm not saying all Nashville country is bad. I I do like some, but you know, sometimes they get a little bit too more pop. Uh, and and I I love 
pop music and I love, but I don't like you mixing country and right. pop music. It's either that makes one or the sense. other. Exactly. Because I feel like Taylor Swift took that route. Exactly. She came out and yeah, was like the image of country music for like two years, maybe exactly. even two years. Exactly. And then out of nowhere, you know, switch the beats coming in, not even in a guitar in the song anymore. Exactly. You know, exactly. so, so yeah. she, she, she switched gears and it's because, yeah, yeah. I mean, she went, she, the influence. Yeah. The influence. Yeah. Exactly. Very interesting, man. I've just learned a lot about country music because yeah. I'm not very informed about it. Yeah. But I also am just, you know, like I said, I'm a student of life and of music. So yeah. I love to learn all aspects of music, right. of creation and art because, you know, it's life. Exactly. 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 So it's, it's a beautiful way of expression, it you is. know, especially the way how like the thing I do love about country music is the way that the tone of like the singing is yeah. very, very different. And like before when I was younger, I used to not like it because I didn't understand it. Right. And I'd be like, why are they sing? like, I used to think they're exaggerating. Like, right. like the why high pitch about trucks and yes, the girlfriend yeah, and-, <laughs> and stuff like that. So when I got older and I, I actually have to like listen to country, like at bars and, you know, with other friends, my peers, I'd be like, yo, they're actually, I love Jack Daniels. Yeah. I always hear them singing exactly. about Jack Daniels yeah, exactly. and like smoking weed yeah, and exactly. stuff like that. So I was like, whoa, like country's yeah. I, you know, it's not bad. You you find the right ones. And I promise there's, there's exactly, there. exactly. So an artist like yourself, and that's a good friend of mine was like, it was only natural. Like, yo, I yeah. got to have this dude on my pod. Yeah. I, I can listen to this. Like, you're not. Hmm. Like you said, mainstream, like how like a natural type of image, like a like you're, the way you're presenting your music in your band, right. like, like how you're not just doing specifically country. Right. That's what gravitated me yeah. towards you and like wanted me to like have you on my show. And Appreciate whatnot. it. I'm, I'm so, glad yeah. to be here. And when you ask, I was like, I'm all about it, man. I'm all about it. So tell me about your creative process and like when you go to go write a new song. Yeah. Um, it's big, uh, emotion based, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this without being too cliche. Um, I, I typically, a lot of people have their own different version of write of writing. You know, you can write lyrics first, you can write, you know, a poem or something, something that's got some structure to it just lyrically. And then you go put music to it. I like to write music first vibe first, uh, because I think the tone of the of the instruments is what creates the vibe of the song and you can go either way. Um, and, and so I typically write like a rhythm first and I have kind of an idea of what I want to go for. Do I want this to be, you know, a love song or a breakup song or, uh, you know, or a getting back at you song or, um, you know, just living life and, and learning, like you say, you know, I, I have a couple songs that, that do talk about that. You know, you just, we're all just a student of life and, and it's, we're learning every day. And, and I I think if you got to get in this mindset of, you know, really expressing how you feel. And it's tough even for me, you know, to put the walls down. Yeah. And put it on paper. Exactly. And put it on paper and say, man, are people going to like this? Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and the last note is, is really writing music that, you like and if people like it that's a bonus um, but if you like it that's when that's what's most important and and I think that if you 
if you write with that mentality of writing music that you like rather than writing music, oh, this is going to be a song that a lot of, I want to I want to write a song that a lot of people are going to like. It's not going to turn out the same. So would you say like. So you're writing when you write, you write by yourself or you're writing with the band? Like typically I write by myself and, and that's a good point. I'm, I'm learning like I just started you know, with the band a couple of years ago and I'm learning, trying to figure out how to write with multiple people. Uh, and it's, it's different. It, everybody's got their ideas or, Hey, let's do this. Let's right. go to this chord or let's say this. Uh, and you know, back when I first started, you know, it's just me and I'm writing what I want to write. So it's, it's good, but it also builds more chemistry. I feel like as mm-hmm. a group, when when more people get their thoughts in and they feel more connected to the song, exactly. Uh, I feel like it it has a different you know vibe to it. And so I'm learning. I'm learning okay. that. So it's 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 coming yeah. along. It's coming along. I yeah. like that, dude. Um, does anyone else in your in the band sing like a, yeah, along with uh, you? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, Jason Cioli is is my main harmony singer on the piano. Uh, and he's really good. Uh, Dalton sings a little bit with me, um, but for the most part, it's typically it's it's me on lead vocals. Do you do acapellas like no, like not normally, but like so? Go ahead, yeah, I, yeah. Acapella is is probably closer to like acoustic shows. Right. Like that's like where it's just me and my acoustic guitar. And yes, I do do that. So like. I got venues that can't afford the full band. Obviously, I got six people. It's more expensive. I got to pay everybody in the band. We got to bring our sound equipment. It's more pricey. And some venues can't afford that, but they still want some live music. And so they'll hire me just for like an acoustic show and I'll bring my acoustic guitar. Maybe I'll bring one other, like my fiddle player or I'll bring Mm -hmm. Dalton and they'll like do some, you know, cool licks with me. But uh, yes, I I do some acoustic shows. That's dope, man. Um, Tell me about... Well, I won't even say tell me about just give me some of like the songs that you like to cover the most, because I know you cover songs and you perform your own songs. Yeah. So what what are songs you like to cover? Like what ranges? Oh, man. Um, well, I, I do a lot of Texas country. I do some red dirt country. Tyler Childers. Hold on, hold on. You said red dirt country. Red dirt country. Is that a genre? It's a it's like a subset of Texas country. OK. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I don't really even know how to describe it, to be honest with you. It's it's got a different vibe to it. Um, it I feel like it's like more like, I mean, the the way you're describing it, is it more like party ish? Kind of. Uh, it's it, it's more southern. It, I okay. mean, it, it's if that makes sense, and it's it's more not Nashville. Like you think of Nashville right. as the pop and everything's in rhythm. It's more unorthodox. I would okay. say okay. Uh, it's, it's not like, Oh, I know it's going to be a verse and a chorus, a verse and a chorus. And then, you know, not as structured per yeah. se. So it's a little bit more unorthodox than just your typical Nashville mainstream. So back to the question, I would say Tyler Childers is a great one. I love to cover. Um, and then I, I, I mean, my favorite songs we cover as a band is definitely Purple, Purple Rain. I mean, we, we kill Prince? that song. Prince, man. That's oh, yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. So that's so cool that you said that. Man, that's so dope, dude. Just because like, it's just coming to my head because I've seen so many other like bands, artists do covers of songs in different genres mm-hmm. and like make it their own version of it. Kind of like... Um, 
Damn, what's the song? Mm, I, it, it's at the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. But I've heard like other like singers do rap songs yep. and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, now okay, when I went to Austin a few years back, in a bar on Sixth Street, they have a piano, and they would I guess they would hire someone to. I think this lady just worked there. She was literally doing Gangster's Paradise, singing it, That's playing awesome. the piano. Yeah, it's crazy what you can do. I mean, there's so many variations. I mean, but it's important that you, that what you said is, is to make it your own. Yeah, uh, and and not just do, you know, the cover the way that you know the radio played it or the way that it was recorded. Make it your own, and that's I think that's what our vibe is. Is no matter how many cover tunes we play, it's all about making them you know, personal to us and making, even if we didn't write it and write it, making it feel like we wrote it, right. you know, and putting and your own flavor put on your it. own flavor yeah. into it. And people really can dig that, you know, and, and that's what we do with purple rain. That one's always a, a hit. Um, you know, we do sweet emotion, Aerosmith. We do, uh, we do a lot, man. We really do. We do Hank Williams jr. And that's some old classic Texas or old classic country, I should say. And then, um, Marshall Tucker band, we it ranges, man. Leonard Skinner, um, and so that just goes to show you that that's kind of how our album is. Is, is the songs that we play at shows? Is I wanted to keep that vibe of, hey, we're not just you know classic two step country. Do we have those songs? Yeah, we do, um, but it's not everything that we're about. Man, that's that's amazing. I gotta go to a show. I, I've been putting it off, but I'm pulling up to a show. Come so, on, come on, man. I'm, I'm I'm pulling up, man. You'll take some of the shots that they feed us. I'll get yeah, one to you. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so tell me, did you have a hard time? I'm gonna get more personal again. I'm gonna keep it a little bit more on you. Back to like your, you know early stages of the band and like you learning about like not learning, but you wanting to create music. Did you have a hard time getting your voice, like finding your voice, finding your tune? Yeah. Um, I would say that happened before the band. Um, but yeah, so I picked it up when I was 13 or 14 and then I started playing shows when I was almost 16, 16 years old. I, I played my first show and just a small corner bar and yeah I struggled man I really did struggle and but I I think I can't stress enough how important it is you know my family uh being number one so supportive and number two them being so musically talented they could help me they really could help me hey try this or don't don't try too hard you know you're you're too nasally you know sing with your chest and and you know don't be scared to be loud uh, you know, a lot of singers they want to be quiet and right. and, and it's they're scared to really project their voice mm-hmm. and you know and that's they gave me that confidence and really I think that's more than anything is what you know driven me is the confidence that I've gained and not only from my family but from the fans and the band members is just helping me be be more confident so it did take a little while but when I was with the band you know I was already older and. And I think by that point I was I was good vocally in tune. If anything, was more of a struggle is learning to play with a full band rather yeah. than playing with just by yourself. You know, you can be off on tempo. You know, you know you don't have to go to a metronome to a click track. Um, so that was more of a learning curve than anything. 
That's amazing, bro. Wow. Your family sounds like a big, I mean, like you said, it is a big inspiration for you and they've really been there and held it down for you throughout the years. No so doubt, just, man. Just, no you doubt. Know, you learning, getting better and growing. Yep. No you know, doubt. Musically, creatively. Um, have you ever reached out to your uncle to for for creative inspiration and whatnot and stuff like that? It's kind of I, I I keep in touch with my uncle, but he does it full time. You know, we barely see him even for family get-togethers. It's tough because he's got shows Thursday through Sunday, and and it's every weekend. And so he's he's more of a reserved type. Um, and I feel like kind of the industry makes you that way. The the more people you play in front of, the more kind of numb that you get to, uh, you know, people praising you or people, you know, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah. The and human so, interaction. The, the stuff human like interaction kind of, it, it, you, it feels like you only get a piece of them every now and then, but every now and then he opens up, uh, and he will, you know, give me some insight on how he wrote this song or, you know, what inspired him. And, and I do feed off that because number one, it's so rare when I hear conversations like that from him. And number two, you know, he's, he's a, a big name and, you know, somebody I'd, I'd love to, you know, get on his level one day and then maybe even get bigger. Yeah, you will. I know you will. I, I, uh, before we, uh, before I hit record, I was telling Mason that I saw his, uh, his first post, like his first, like real introduction to his band, on Facebook and wow, it was like so well filmed, recorded, like mix and mastered. I was like, bro, like, are you already famous? Like that's the level <laughs> that's the level of it was, like it was professional, man. Very I got, professional. I gotta got give a shout out to the the videographer. Uh his name is G Guillerme. Uh he he actually filmed mine and my wife's wedding video, but he told us at the time, Hey man, I do music videos too, if you ever want a music video and and, you know, it wasn't until years later, and I hit him up on it. And, man, that guy, as you saw at the video, he is very professional, great at cutting and editing. And we got drone shots. We got – he he was that, phenomenal. That's what I was going to say. He yeah. was hitting you on, like, yeah, so crazy angles. And then, yeah. like, the texture of, like – bro, it literally looked like you were, like, famous already. I, I was know. like, bro, can I get in like, touch with I, this man? I, I, like, know, man. <laughs> I know. I, I can't – I can't stress it enough. He did a great job and we had good settings. You know, we were at the studio, we were out on Lake Houston, we were at Lake Houston brewery. And then we were at my parents' house. So we had four or five different settings that, you know, really helped kind of mash it, you know, not be so redundant on yeah. the same, same thing. Well, man, bro, I appreciate you, it. Man. You, I appreciate you on your way, bro. Like for real, you and your crew, y'all, y'all on your way, man. Appreciate it. Uh, tell me about what you've been working on, like recently. Yeah. Well, if you can talk about the yeah, yeah, yeah. album no, and not, like what's I'm going on, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll tell you, it's a work in progress. It's always been a dream of mine. Ever since I did pick up the guitar and start playing, it's always been a dream of mine to release an album. Um, and whether it's successful or not, it's kind of b- beside the point. It's more about hey, I actually released an album. I did. Some, I did this. That's yours. You can That's call mine. your own. That's right. I did this, and so. Um, yeah, man, it's been a long time goal of mine. And, and this past year, we, I, I would say even within the past five months, we've finally saved up enough money to get to the recording studio because I don't know if you know, but that shit is very expensive. I've heard, I've heard, <laughs> I've heard a lot. That's why it's, a lot of people build their own studios. It's very Because I've expensive. heard paying for studio time. God, it's, dude. it's a lot. It's, it's a an lot. arm and a leg. It yeah. is. And you know, it, 
studio is just different. It's, it's so much different than live shows. Um, you know, you, you want it to be perfect because, you know, it's going to, you're going to hear it over and over and over. Or I played this wrong note and nobody can tell, but you can tell. So I got to do it again. Yeah. And so it, it's a learning process for me, but it's been going good, man. Um, I haven't come up with the name of the album. We got a couple ideas. Uh, so maybe here in the next few weeks, we'll release the name of it. And, but it's going to have about 10 songs on there. And um, we've got six of them recorded now. I uh, got four more to go, and it's coming along good. Hopefully, our original goal was the end of November, but it's looking more like mid December. Definitely before the the end of the year, we'll release it. Release the album. Release the album. Yeah. Do you have a single lined up yet? Yes. Um, I got a couple options on what I'm going to do there. Okay. But yes, I do. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will all. We'll be waiting for that, my appreciate, friend. Appreciate I'm going to make sure I'd like, uh, do you have an Instagram yep. that you, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, not just your personal Instagram. Do you have an Instagram for your, I do, for, I do for, for the, the band. Okay, and, cool. And I got to make sure I, got to make sure I follow and, and repost all your stuff, man. Cause yeah. like, I'm excited to really see this grow yeah. and develop my friend. I appreciate it, man. We're, we're pumped. We're pumped. It's, it's been a long time coming, but I'm excited cause you got to, you know, you can only be a cover band for so long. You know, you, you, know, you gotta, you gotta do something. Gotta spread your, your wings, you yeah, gotta, man. You gotta do something of your own. So we're we're pumped about it. And like I said, whether it, you know, I'm I'm hoping it cre- it catches traction. But more importantly, the fact that I can release an album is just an accomplishment of mine. Something I've always wanted to do. Well, you got my support, brother. Appreciate it. Um, do you want to play a tune for us before we yeah. wrap this up, my friend? Yeah, I'll play a little tune. And well, while Mason's getting set up. Um, me and Mason actually know each other for quite some time. I would love to say five to six years, maybe even longer, because we we would play basketball at uh, at Lifetime all the time and have battles. Me, Mason, me and Mason would literally guard each other every time, and uh, <clears throat> we had some good games. Man. We had really good games, and. Uh, <laughs> That's so funny because I never knew Mason. He, I knew Mason loved music, but I didn't know he was like an artist. You know what I'm saying? So just to find out that he, hey, I gotta have hobbies too, man. Of I course, stay, bro. I gotta stay in shape. It's, it's, but it's just funny, like you know, how like you, like people you meet at the gym yeah. and like at work, kind of is like you're like, all right, yeah, what's up, bro? Yeah. Like you know, but you just don't know about like their outside life. Yeah. So like when I found out, like you're, you know, making music yeah. and you're really really like above average not like oh i just picked up a guitar like i'm starting this band like i'm trying to still new like bro you legit are an artist at heart you know what i mean so when i saw your video i was like fam what caught off, caught off, caught off guard completely you know what i mean i was like almost like a uh what's the word like like a game winner type of feeling like damn my boy like really out here doing this appreciate shit you know that, what i'm man. saying so yeah. um shout out to you bro yeah. and um thank what- you man yeah it's it's crazy that you know the you know we were talking about it before is the people that god puts in your life you know everybody's there for a reason you know either, exactly you know they're they're there to build you up or they're there for a lesson of that's the type of person you don't need in your life mm. and, and it's you know we all cross paths for a reason and you know here we are now i'm on here your podcast are. And you know it, it's just from hooping a little bit at Lifetime. And, I know, and build a build a lifelong connection, man, for real, I bro. Know, I know. And I'm glad, man. I'm glad. I'm glad I picked it up. Well, whenever you're ready, my friend. Yeah.
we'll play that uh we'll play a little Tyler Childers for you real quick. it and uh, throw her name in there instead of May? Uh, well, May. She kind of goes by May. You know, okay. Everybody calls her May. It's M-A-E instead. It's not Megan. It's Megan. So we oh, don't call her May. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Very different for a Megan. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. That's dope, dude. Wow. that's a be- Do you sing that song to her? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I sing it to her <laughs> at shows, you know. Okay. It, it kind of gets, you know, it's yeah, Everybody imagines like, oh, you know, you marry a guitar player or an artist, you know, they're going to sing to me. It's, it's not how that, that- works. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do dedicate songs to her. I've written, I have written songs for her and some I'll put on the album. So, yeah. That is amazing, bro. Yeah. Um, what is your, well, we're going to wrap this up, but um, 
our last thoughts and stuff like that. Uh, tell me about not tell. I keep saying that. When is your next show, bro? Tell me about your upcoming shows. What you got planned? I know you got your album come out before the year. No date yet, but what's your next show? Where are you playing at? Where's, where are we can we find you? Yeah, so uh, I'll be at. I have a Sunday afternoon show uh, at O'Neill's um, in Baytown. Um, I play from four to eight. I usually don't play Sunday shows, but I'm going hunting this weekend, so I didn't. I'm taking off Friday and Saturday, which is unusual typically Fridays and Saturdays I'm booked so I wanted to have at least one show so I booked a Sunday show um, there and then then we get into November and November is a lot of private parties it gets colder so I think a lot of people aren't booking outdoor shows Um, but I'd say the best place is go follow us on our website you know I would say Facebook or Instagram but they're really tough about schedules you know it's not easy way to say see an upcoming show those ways so sure. our website is the Gulf Coast Drifters Band and the Gulf Coast Drifters Band.com just go look us up we got links on our Facebook pages to see it but that shows our show schedule and you get to pick a show what you want to come to I got a lot of stuff lined up for uh, 2022 so it's looking good awesome man well I will definitely plug all of that in the post and you know, we'll make sure that people can find you and sure. get it all lined up. Thank you for coming on man, my show, man. Thank you for having me, Marcus. Bro, this has been a hell of a learning experience for me because country is probably one of the few genres that thank I don't you. listen to on thank a daily for, basis. Thank you for at least spreading your wings a little bit. And, yes, and trying, of trying course, man. Well, I mean, I'm not even going to lie. You're probably going to be maybe the only country singer on my, on my I'm show. I'm good with that. I'm and, good with that. And it's a milestone just because... You're actually the first artist on the, on my show, so well we kicked it off right. We you know? we really did, man, and uh, I'm honored to have you. I'm blessed to you know be your friend and you know continue this journey together. And yeah, bro, the sky's the limit, brother. I and, appreciate um, it, man. And for you too, I'm 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 happy to to be a part of what you got started here, man. And, and appreciate I'm, you, bro. I'm, I'm excited to see where this goes, man. And and I, you know I love. We got a lot of the same interests, you know, a lot of the same music tastes. And, and just because I play country music doesn't mean I only listen to country music. Exactly. Me, we talked about Mac Miller. We yeah. talked about a lot of our inspirations. So we both love sports. So I'm I'm glad, you know, you you offered me and I was like, hell yeah, I'd love to be on the show. No, man. Well, I will definitely love to have you back and with other your other band members, too. Yeah, like Maybe that. a couple of them. You know, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe all of them can come through at one time. But yeah. I would love to have uh, Dalton yeah, or maybe XYZ. Me, me, Dalton and, and Nathan. Yeah, we'll bring them in. Maybe as we get closer or, or as we release the album, we'll come back on here and we can talk about That'd it. That would be dope. We'll, we'll yeah. try to shoot for that, my friend. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Well, this is the Live from Mars podcast. We're done here. I appreciate you guys listening. If you made it this far, you better made it this far. Because you a real one if you did. Um, shout out to my engineer, Tom. Houston City Sound Productions. I, I know I got it right this time. I always butcher it. So We love you, Tom. Yeah, shout out to Tom, man. Mason knows Tom as well. So, um, yeah, this all wouldn't be possible without Tom. Tom, you are the backbone of this podcast. So I know you listening to this shit as you're working on it. <laughs> so you the realest, man. Um, yeah, yeah, so... Last thing I'll say is um, <clears throat> y'all be the best version of yourself, man. You see me, Mason, out here doing this, and we're living our passions. We're living our dreams. Y'all get out there. Do what you got to do. Whatever 
inspires you, that you actually want to, you know, achieve, that you want to do, that's your passion about, man, start from the bottom, bro. Like, it's all you got to do. Start somewhere. So stay humble. Stay humble. Thank you, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if you stay humble, you know, God will put things in front of you and the people, the right people in front of you. That's all that's happened for me in this podcast, in this show. So that's just my little motivation. I'm going to try to drop a little gems at the end of every show. And um, yeah, I appreciate each and one of y'all listening. And this is it. Thank you, guys. Peace.